Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once in a lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. I'm dreaming of adventure and travel, and I bet you are too. This week we're talking about all the places we want to visit and the things we want to do once the world starts returning to something close to normalcy. But first, travel news, including the Magic Kingdom is officially awesome and the Week in Theme Park history. Cross your fingers and update your vision board. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventure Society. Finally, gasping for breath and crawling hand over hand, we reach the top of the mountain. A lone hawk screeches, and there he is. The wise man we've been seeking, sitting serenely on a boulder, contemplating the world. It might just be our eyes playing tricks on us, but I could swear he's actually levitating a few inches above the rock. He gestures to the view of the valley below, and suddenly, everything becomes clear. The clouds part, the sun is shining, and we can see the perfect plan for a 2021 filled with travel, adventure, and delicious theme park snacks. Before we share our enlightenment, we better get the week's travel news out of the way. But first, let's talk about our one-year anniversary, guys. Happy birthday to us! Has it been a year already? Uh, almost, just a couple of weeks away. Yeah, it feels like a mere decade. <laughs> <laughs> just in the last six months. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we're going to be celebrating our one-year anniversary of the podcast on Tuesday, August 18th. And we need... All the audience's help. Uh, we'd like to hear from our fans and fellow adventurers. We're going to talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. Call it a Gold Key Adventure Society. Ask me almost anything. Just, you, know. <laughs> you had almost. to slide that almost in there, didn't you? Well, yeah, just, just to be I'll safe. I'll answer anything. Yeah. Um, Maybe uh, not truthfully. <laughs> you want to know Jess's favorite ghost out of the 999 Happy Haunts of the Haunted Mansion? Dan's favorite weird roadside attraction? Heather's favorite place for fancy cheese and wine in France, or how Jeff captures amazing pictures of just about anything. Uh, Maybe you need some ideas for planning an amazing trip to a theme park, or you want to share your own awesome travel tips with us. We've got just about a million ways that you can uh, let us know. Uh, So it's super easy to submit your questions. You can send us, uh, you can contact us via social media, send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. You can hit us with a voicemail at 616-378-6149. Or you can use the contact form on our website, www.goldkeyadventures.com. Uh, get your submissions in by August 14th, and we can't wait to, uh, to chat with you all on our anniversary show. Woo-hoo. And I hope you guys are okay with me springing that <laughs> as a topic for that week. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Yeah. I mean, you can ask anything. I don't, I'm not guaranteeing I'll answer anything, but. Well, let's see where maybe, that line is. Maybe I'll be vague. <laughs> yeah. Now I want people to ask weird shit. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> uh, I mean, stuff. Uh, yeah. So let's get to the news. Our show this week is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. 
head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Uh, Jess, MK, Magic Kingdom's awesome. Yes, Magic Kingdom is awesome and reopened. It really is. Yeah, um, and it has now been voted as the uh, best amusement park by TripAdvisor. Um, mm-hmm. They have their annual Traveler's Choice Awards, uh, where they rank attractions and destinations around the world. And for the first time in five years, a Disney park has topped the list, which interesting. So, oh. it, yeah, it's in the past Gatorland, I think. Yeah, it's it's Gatorland. It's, <laughs> it's the skunk ape that does it. <laughs> yeah. Um, every time. In the past five years, it's actually been Islands of Adventure over. At I was going to say Universal has billboards all over the Orlando area boasting oh, yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, but this year it was uh, bumped down to third Magic place. Kingdom. Yeah. What was number two? So number two is actually, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong. And and Heather's Heather's going to give me a hard time for this because it's French. Uh, the <laughs> Puy du Fru food Puy du Fru. I cannot. P U Y. It means fancy poop. Yeah. P U Y Puy D U D U F O U. Foo, yeah. Foo, yeah. It's uh, it's a, foo. It's a that theme means park. crazy. Yeah. I've never even heard of it. So, but apparently it's popular. Where's that? In France. It's in- I'm shocked. <laughs> I didn't look it up. <laughs> I'm looking it up. This- well, while I've you're looking it up, it. Um, the, the huh. rest of our, our Florida theme parks, Animal Kingdom took the fourth place, uh, Universal Studios Florida in fifth. Hollywood Studios in six and Epcot did not even make the list, which is well, not Well, that makes sense. Epcot is a dumpster fire, but Hollywood Studios is not making <laughs> the list. I would say the line of people waiting to get in there for half of the year would be, uh, I would say otherwise. Yeah, I, I'm surprised it's at sixth place. I, I figured it would go a little higher since it's, yeah, the most popular Walt Disney World Park, it seems right now. So, And what about Disneyland? Not, nowhere on the list? Not, not on the list. Not on the, huh. the yeah, upper tier, at least. I actually like Disneyland Park slightly better than Magic Kingdom. <gasps> I think that one probably <laughs> I think that one probably suffers in the voting from the fact that locals probably aren't going into TripAdvisor to, you know, vote yeah. about it. And that's like the their main source of uh You're probably so, right. Mm, yeah. Makes sense. I can't figure out why Puy du Fou is so popular. It's in Someone the Loire Valley. Type that out. So it's it, it it's in the uh, one of France's lovely wine regions, but no, so it's everybody's not drunk. Really, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's that's not fine. really highly themed. It looks like it has some amazing restaurants and bars and things like that. The uh, theme is bo, <laughs> which the French always have in spades. I tell you what, I'll do a, I'll do a, a deep dive research on yeah. it, and, and I'll do a little profile on it for next week. How about that? That sounds, sounds great. I mean, I'm it, curious, it does yeah. have it does have a lot of it does look like it has some pretty cool shows. There's a, a bird show, Boring. a Viking show with a huge Viking ship that and some some uh, spectacular stunts. There's like a, a three musketeers show. <laughs> I bet they had a big I think uh, I've seen videos of this park. Yeah, they do. They had they a big campaign to jousting. get that voted. Yeah, it must be. There, it does look like they have a pretty cool um, nighttime spectacular that looks like a combination of a fireworks show and World of Color with some fountains. Um, but most of it is like uh, seems wine. to be wine or actually it's more like the different areas of the park are his different different parts of history. 
So yeah, there's, there's the, the Vikings. Yeah, the World War One area. There's a <laughs> Knights of the Round Table section, a Renaissance section. Once you start getting into these pictures of the landscaping, it's incredible. Some it is quite beautiful. And, what yeah. part of France is it in? Will we be near um, there? So, the French part? Um, actually, <laughs> we might be near there. It's in the Loire Valley, which is uh, west of Paris. It's not too far from, from Paris. A couple hours. <laughs> and uh, the, the river cruise does go through that area, so... I don't know. Hmm. It's uh, you interesting. don't get a good view of it from the front page of the site, but that bird show is in what looks like a recreation of like the Roman Colosseum. Oh, <laughs> sure. With with uh, birds of prey flying have, around. Do they have like yeah. bird gladiator fights? I would love that. Oh, hey, maybe this is how 100%. we could make that Halloween Horror Nights house with the Romans and the and the birds. <laughs> I was going to say better. The, uh, Release say- some live birds of prey in there. That's how they could improve the uh, up a uh, great bird adventure over at Animal Kingdom. Just make true. Doug and Russell fight it out like gladiators. Very true. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's interesting. It, it looks squirrel. It looks really beautiful. It didn't it didn't scream theme park to me at first, but yeah, it's did, one of those you know, European kind. They've got the yeah, theme is it's the European theme is beautiful stuff. They've got yes. a full medieval village that you can mm-hmm. walk through. But doesn't France have some like real medieval stuff? Yes. Like, what's That's the point the of that? They do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like going to Las Vegas and going to a Las Vegas themed casino. Well, it's like, like <laughs> why California Adventure was stupid and they had to change it. It's like, yeah. look, here's fake California, right? Well, hey, you know California. that new uh, adults-only resort that's opening in Las Vegas is Las Vegas themed. So there you go. Is <laughs> you just can't it's, find enough of it. Out in Las Vegas. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's hot out in real Las Vegas. (laughs) That's true. I like air conditioned fake Las Vegas. Air conditioned fake Las Vegas. Speaking of Las Vegas, Heather. Yeah. Speaking of Las Vegas, they, since we're all still, most of us are still stuck working from home, Las Vegas thought it would be a great idea if you just pack up your laptop and come work from there. It's actually not just Vegas that I've seen a few tourist destinations that are pitching this, that you ditch your home office yeah. and just move into a hotel in this one. The one I saw this week was Las Vegas. They're they're teaming up with Allegiant Air to promote the idea that uh, you should move your remote office to Las Vegas. And they have vacation packages that include air and hotel i also saw this yes some very good wi-fi i also saw this um a couple of weeks ago it was barbados that was pushing you can't go into the office if you're working remotely why not just come work from our Mm -hmm. island and so they're waiving their their visa requirements for a whole up to a year you can get Mm. a a work Mm -hmm. From home, a remote work visa that will allow you to work from a, a, a Barbados resort for the next 12 months. And are they welcoming yes. Americans currently? They they are. Yes. So if you're why. getting tired, <laughs> if you're getting tired of the view out of your home office, um, maybe How head to Las Vegas or, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you already have a fantastic home office. I'm pretty sick. Well, and here's the thing. I always work from home, so I really shouldn't be getting sick of mine. Mostly it's just I'm sick of all the people. It's that become are, a little more crowded. In the last <laughs> yes, that are always in my home <laughs> office. So 
Maybe I'll pack up and go move to Vegas for a few months. I'd like to request that since um, Disney Cruise Line isn't currently using it, maybe that they could do this on Castaway Key because I would Great love, idea. you know, you don't even have to put in a hotel. Just give me like a nice tent with an air mattress and just live in a ha- sleep in a hammock. I would much rather surf- be at Castaway Key than right home right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely. take a survival survivor style bamboo shack. Lean a lean to yeah. on some some island somewhere. The working in Vegas is such a weird thought. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just in a hotel room in Vegas. That's not the part. Of, I guess you could work during the day and then party all night. I guess that's and, their and idea, how much that yeah. becomes expensible. Can you can you uh, put like a call girl on your expense account or? I always do. Why'd you go there first? <laughs> I was just going to the extreme. Uh, yeah, just coming up with friends. They have buffets and games and things like that. Uh, yeah, I was going to the extremes because I knew one of you guys was going to get there. I'm working one from the bunny them. ranch. <laughs> they got great Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, well, their their Vegas's message is that they have world class pools, dining, shopping, and gambling that you can do in your off hours. And that's why you should go there. Yeah, well, I've got a Walmart less than a mile from my house, so, <laughs> so I'm all the entertainment on. you need. <laughs> and it's gambling every time you go in there. Especially <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this one. Yeah. Well, and I kind of imagine that that you could probably get a pretty cheap and nice hotel room in Las Vegas right now. Yeah, I've been getting uh, emails. I've stayed a couple of times at the Cosmopolitan Hotel on the Strip. I've been getting emails from them. They're like 89, 79 bucks a night for a wow. traditional room. And all of their rooms are suites. So pretty yeah. good. Let's pack it, it up works. and go do But the I guess there's no shows Vegas, y'all. stuff happening in Vegas. No, right now, they're, right? they're, that's going to be the last thing that comes back. Yeah. And- that's really the only part of Vegas I like. Is Me too. I, I'm not a big gambler. I like going to the shows and I like seeing all of the hullabaloo. But I listen to a couple of podcasts that feature performers from some magicians and some other performers from Vegas. And they are not hopeful about being employed anytime. Anytime soon. Mm. Anytime soon at all. Yeah, I saw Piff is, he's on, he's doing some kind of comedy contest right now. Yeah, I think on NBC uh, yeah. or one of those. He's also he's starting to get ready to do uh, paid shows over Zoom. Apparently, oh, interesting. There's a couple of magicians that are doing Zoom mm, that's smart. shows, and mm-hmm. stand-up comedians actually like it too because they can not mute the crowd and they still get the laughter and feedback from. Oh, sure, audience. yeah that that would that could work. Must suck to be heckled over Zoom though. Yeah. 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 You can't really even wanna, pick yeah. back on him. You fat turd. Wait, are you fat? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you got the mute button that you get it. So yeah. true. Silence them right away. I don't really want to watch a Cirque du Soleil show via Zoom. That's that's kind of a. Oh, no. Wait Although a maybe Actually, that would have. Wait a minute. Hold maybe on. Maybe that would have made Ka better. I don't know. <laughs> I kind of do want to see that. <laughs> Living room Soleil. <laughs> <laughs> Cirque du so lame. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I thought that was what it's already called. Hey. Hey. I will fight you. Really? I no. love Cirque du Soleil. I do love Cirque. <laughs> I just wish they had animals that they were torturing. 
Said no one ever. <laughs> That's how you know it's French. <laughs> they don't torture the animals. They just eat them. <laughs> I think it's good. <laughs> they make foie gras right in front of you. Oh, I don't think I want to watch that. <laughs> For an extra. It's just a French clown stuffing in food. Hey, I'm telling you, those ducks at Walt Disney World are so hungry right now that they might they might let me overfeed <laughs> them. <laughs> they are bold right now. They are coming right up to you and quacking I love your face. it. They don't have one single too. care to give. No, they do not. <laughs> they don't give a duck. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. Ah. Sorry, folks. I haven't that slept so in two much, days. <laughs> that was so much better than mine. <laughs> Jess, you win. <laughs> For the best travel hacks when you're planning your trips, here's key to the world travel with just the tips. Just the tips. Just the tips. Just I, want the you, tips. I, I want you guys to know that I've actually started working on background music for that. Oh, so, yay. I can't wait can't to wait. hear it. Can't wait till it's done. Can we anyway. get Taylor Swift to write us up a, a little jingle yeah, for is that? Is she a really sad, intense Yeah. <laughs> no. Sorry, not Zach. not the budget. No, not happening. All right. Uh, this week's tip comes from Karen Hatcher from Nashville, and she's got some ideas about uh, keeping, things, keeping things sanitized. This is Karen Hatcher from Nashville. My travel tip is acquiring an iFly Smart Travel Kit. They're available at Walmart for under five bucks or online with the Google. You'll get eight sanitizing hand wipes, one pair of gloves, two masks, and one headrest cover. It's a quick way to get needed items to toss in your carry-on for your flight and get on your way. I particularly like the idea of the headrest cover. Safe travels. Pure lice. <laughs> Climbing into your yeah, hair. I'm not, I've never thought about a headrest cover. Mm-hmm. Also, I think my head is above the rests anyway so it doesn't matter what if i just put that over my own head and protect me from everything there you go there you go i like it i just wear a mask on the front and back of my head <laughs> put, a, put one on over each ear and <laughs> yeah the way they're sanitizing planes right now though it's it's great and i kind of hope they keep doing it delta is using those i, I gotta look up UV. exactly what it is because we keep talking about it no it's that like ionized oh, the, ozone yes, ozonator yeah yeah they just walk the plane and spray everything yeah, down it's with like, ozone. like uh, osium that I used to use to cover up certain smells in my car. Back in the day. Oh, interesting. It's <laughs> really useful, though. Yeah. <laughs> it really works, doesn't it? Yeah, we've talked about uh, Marriott is using that. That's what they're using in their hotel rooms. And uh, I witnessed it this, this past week on Delta. Um, I was coming home yesterday from Orlando and both... Uh, my, both of my flights were delayed and it was the first time I had boarded a plane right after some, uh, they deplaned a different a set, set of guests. Previously, I had always gotten on one that had been sitting there for a long time and you knew that they'd had plenty of time to sanitize it. So this was the first time I saw in action what they're doing now. And it is taking much longer than before. So if you have a delay your plane comes in and they tell you it's going to be just a 10 minute delay. That's not true because yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's taking them about, it takes them about 25 to 30 minutes to re-sanitize the plane now after everybody gets off. But I did see the guy going on with the, it looks <laughs> yeah, like if everybody a, gets off. You're going to have to clean. Yeah. The plane. <laughs> That's a version. After flight. everyone deplanes, <laughs> but he, he was going on. It looked like a leaf blower. It, it had like a little backpack and, and the, the hose thing. He looks like a leaf like blower. Like the mosquito and, treatment people yeah. come to my yeah. house. 
Excuse and me, so sir, they, are you sanitizing the plane and, or are you a ghostbuster? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it was pretty cool. And it was it was nice to know. It did give me a second of pause when they were saying, you know, your plane's not here yet and we'll start boarding as soon as the other passengers deplane. And it made me think for a second, well, does this mean we're getting on a plane that has not been sanitized? I am 100% certain I got on a Delta plane that was not sanitized because oh, I no. watched everybody come out and then they're like, we're now boarding. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah, they did do that for us. This this happened to me both at Orlando at, at MCO and in Detroit. My plane was late both times and uh, both times I saw them going on and they did. They did sanitize between. That being said, us. there were only about eight people on the flight, so. Uh, Maybe it was helps. a quick sanitization. And then they handed, they still hand everybody a, a, a little sanitizing wipe when you board. And this was in my previous flights. I haven't used it because I knew they had sanitized it. And be the careful with those. There. If you have any fissures, they'll burn. Oof. <laughs> I don't think I want to hear the rest of this story. Yeah, I'll pass. <laughs> Maybe I misunderstood what Thank the wipe you. was for. Yes, I think so. I did use it. I did use it this time to wipe down the TV and the um, the uh, climate control things above my head. I wiped it down. No. So as I knew they didn't. They had not definitely hadn't had time to do that. I can see those kits being handy, though, for when you inevitably forget to throw something in your carry on or. Oh, yeah, definitely. It, and I guarantee they're cheaper than the ones that they're selling in, yeah, the, in the airport. At the airport. At the airport mm-hmm. I was going to say in MCO, they had a vending machine of that, but it didn't seem like the prices were too gougy on those. I'd <laughs> like five bucks for a little kit or something. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing those a lot of places now. I've seen them in the airport. Dizzy Springs has them in the parking garages, little vending machines of PPE. And then I saw what a time to be alive. All right. <laughs> I saw it somewhere else and I cannot remember where it was, where the vending machine had both snacks and face masks and hand sanitizer. <laughs> hand sanitizer. Yeah. yeah. You could get a bag of Doritos yeah, a, and a mask. I need a nutter butter and Pro a face tip. mask. Pro tip. You open up those Doritos, you pour them into your mask, and then you strap it on. You got yourself a feed bag. You're oh, my goodness. Whole that, why have I not done this yet? <laughs> I was going to ask, like, do they have any flavored hand sanitizer? Because that sounds awesome. <laughs> I want to just pour a Dole Whip into my mask and there you go. You're Slurp like a, it. You're like a Kentucky Derby horse. Yes. <laughs> well, that took a turn. No, it really it always, always does. Uh, Jess has a couple of, couple of quick stories from the theme parks. Yeah. Um, so Walt Disney World has begun temperature screenings at their table service restaurants. Uh-huh. So previously, table service restaurants in the hotels. Yes. Not table in the service, parks. Right. Because yeah. you have to have... Um, Temperature screening to get into the parks or Disney Springs. So that sort yep. of takes care of that. Um, previously, that was the only time they were checking were, was when you were entering the parks or Disney Springs. And now they're doing it before they seat you at the table. And you must have a temperature below 100.4 to be allowed mm-hmm. to dine. And that will go for your whole party. Just as in the parks, if one of your yep. members of your party has a temperature, everybody in your party will not be allowed to enter. So, All right. As a quick aside, why only if you're going in a restaurant? Why don't they do when you walk in the dang hotel? Temperature check you just like mm-hmm. at Universal. I don't know. Meanwhile, you can walk around the gift shop and spread the COVID all over the place if I, you want to. I, think I don't understand. Maybe their thinking is because in the sit down restaurant is where you're removing your mask. 
you have to have your mask on everywhere yeah, else in the hotel. I, I but just love Universal's method. They might as well, yeah. I do. The second yeah. you walk in any entrance to a hotel or a park mm-hmm. or a city walk, you're checked. And then you're banded and you can move about freely. Yeah, yep. that makes sense. It seems a lot more efficient that way. Yeah. I don't think Disney wanted to shell out for the wristbands. So. Yeah, I don't know. I did. Uh, they got this a million like, over it's from like the Halloween a million party. for a dollar at yeah. Party City. They got a whole bunch they're not using already. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Use the party wristbands. Halloween party wristbands. <laughs> this change happened while I was there. So I had breakfast at a table service place and they didn't do it. And then later that day for dinner, they were checking them. And it did go really quickly there. It's just the hostess is checking them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you don't you can still do the online check in the mobile check in through the app. And then just when you go up and you get called to be taken to your table, they just quickly scan everybody as they're taking you to the table. It didn't back anything up, which was good. Yeah. Those temperature guns they use are really fast. Yeah, so. they are very and really, really inaccurate. <laughs> I know. <laughs> little Especially all over if you've been standing outside in the sun. With it, with it beating down on your forehead. I bought a visor this week because twice I, I had to have be rechecked behind my ear because I'd been standing at the sun shining on mm-hmm. my forehead and it was slightly elevated. Hmm. And weird. then they, they just recheck behind your ear. And if that's if you're if you're high when they check behind your ear, then they send you into the <laughs> cooling tent. All right, all right, like all lady, right. Yeah. Kind of like that lady who went into uh, into Epcot this week, right? Yeah, oh yeah, she was very high. <laughs> Diaper yeah. bag full of pot and guns. Yeah, let's go ride Spaceship Earth. <laughs> I'm not sure what she was planning on doing in Epcot, but shooting she... and smoking. <laughs> yeah, did she just forget it was in there? I yeah, mean, there were two guns. Yeah, well, you need a backup. Yeah. What if the first one jams? What if the man gets your first one? In so they took diaper they, bag? they found oh. one and the weed the first time. And then as they were arresting her, her husband said, Well, I need to change the baby, so I need the bag back. And they're like, Let us check again before we hand that back to you. And then they found <gasps> another one at the bottom of the bag. Oh my goodness. So were there any diapers? Yeah. <laughs> Does it matter when you have two handguns and pot? Do you need anything else? <laughs> Who cares if the baby's got poop on them? <laughs> You're so high, you don't care. <laughs> You're so high, shooting tin cans. <laughs> At All right. World. Anything else going on in the parks? Um, yes, shooting things. Shanghai's going to shoot some things off. Uh, yeah. yes, over at uh, Segways. <laughs> Ignite the Dream, uh, the nighttime fireworks spectacular at Shanghai Disneyland has resumed. Um, oh, yay. Yeah. Fireworks. It's been about two months since the resort reopened, and uh, Ignite the Dream. A nighttime spectacular of magic and light because you can't just name something two words and make it easy for everybody. No. <laughs> nighttime no, no. spectacular of magic and light. Yeah. Um, it's begun trial operations, so it's not hmm. completely fully open, but it's basically gearing up to, to open up any day now. And uh, they also open Mickey's Storybook Express Daytime Parade. Reopen oh, that. So. so are they just asking people to to continue with the physical distancing? I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, the there, there wasn't any word on that. It sort of leaked that they they had begun shooting off the fireworks at night to sort of get them ready again. Mm, mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be surprised. We'll, we'll see some that just like you see in all the parks. Now the, the circles or the squares that, 
divide yeah. everybody up. They do ask the audience that they ooh and ah inside their hearts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Record this with an iPad inside your heart. Yes. No crying Please. aloud as it re- releases fluids, you know. <laughs> well, if we haven't talked enough about keeping things clean yet, uh, Heather's, Heather's got another story to scratch. Yeah, I saw uh, Travel and Leisure is reporting that JetBlue is testing out a plane cleaning robot. Yeah, it actually looks kind of cool. They're they're testing it in uh, in New York at JFK and in Florida at the Fort Lauderdale airport. Because who would want to give someone a job, right? Well, it still requires one worker. So it looks a little bit like a drink, like their drink cart. But then these arms come up and out. And it uses UV light to sanitize the plane. And they say they can sanitize an entire plane in about 10 minutes with this thing. You think there's a way to inject that UV light inside the human? (laughs) (laughs) Sanitize us. I think it's too out, right? Let me know. (laughs) So it's not not autonomous. It does have to be pushed by a a worker. So there's like a a robot. It sounds like a cart. Yeah. 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 I suppose it is more like a sanitizing cart. They called it a robot, but. I'm imagining that it has like the arms that spray the stuff that flop around like a wet willy that you should play with in the yard. <laughs> that That's what they should do. Just drag one of those into the middle of the plane. Yeah. Let it go for a few minutes. <laughs> I know that the scientists tell us that the, the UV, the, the light does it and kills the bugs. But I'm so skeptical of that. If I can't smell some kind of chemical. It's <laughs> yes. like the first time I saw that the, at my kid's at my kids' school, they had like the hand dryers had a UV light built into it. So it sanitizes while you're drying your hands. I'm like, is this doing anything or did they just yeah. find a way to charge them an extra 500 bucks per dryer? I think it's the second one. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's supposed to work. This is right. What, I, yeah, know. I know it's it's uh, it uses UVC light. Mm. And it, it's it can It says it can can kill just about anything in just a few seconds. They are they know that it already kills um, the other major coronaviruses that have already been circulating. It kills SARS. It kills MERS. No specific testing has been done yet on whether UVC light, how quickly it kills COVID-19. But um, it's so similar to the other ones that they're fairly confident that it works. I'm so they get test- a suit made out of that. <laughs> yes. This is a this is made by Honeywell. It's the Honeywell UV cabin system. Ooh, they make my and air conditioner. Yeah, they just push <laughs> it down the aisle, and the, the the system has these big arms that come out and shine UVC light all over all the surfaces. The good thing about it, though, is that it can get it really can get into everything. You're not just you're not having to wipe things down. It's the light is getting into all the little cracks and crevices and. It can flip an entire plane in 10 minutes, it says. It's like a wacky, waving, inflatable, arm-flailing tube man. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Now, if they could just come up with a machine that would remove weird things in the seat that I keep finding. Like one time I found a, a, like an extension, like a hair extension. Braided and sitting like in the in the crevice of my seat when I was flying out to Disneyland. Oh, boy. Did you put it in your hair? No, well, I braided it, it been, into my beard. If it had been hit by a UVC light, at least it would have been sanitized. <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> Still gross, but <laughs> yeah. ugh. Uh, uh, JetBlue says that this is not the only thing that they're doing. This is what they're doing to sanitize in between a loading and unloading of passengers, but that all of their planes will still be re-sanitized every night. Well, even more thoroughly. So it's kind of 
of another well, that's layer. Good. I like all these steps. Yeah. And it look, and he's kind of cool looking. And if they could just be like hand you a drink, put a little drink thing on the end of this little arm, then you you know sanitize while you're pushing it through the cabin and handing out drinks. Perfect. Now, why can't they just replace all the cabin lights and the reading lights with UV lights <laughs> and just have it on all the time? Uh, yeah, pervious. Yeah. I don't know. Is that safe? <laughs> Isn't that going to give us all cancer? UV light. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was well, UVC? Sitting- it's low level. I don't know. It's bad for yeah, your eyes. That's why we wear sunglasses. It is bad for your eyes. We're yeah, all going to end was, up blind. I thought that was A and B that the sunglasses blocked. Yeah. Mm. The C is even worse. If it's going to give us no doctor. The, stands for, the C stands for cancer. I'm going to oh. guess it's not safe because this. I watched a video of this little cabin cleaning system thing, and there is a plexiglass shield all the way around the worker who's pushing it. So. They seem to not want the the people to be exposed to this. I mean, if we're weighing the two, cancer is a slow burn. So <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. Yeah, at least you get some good years in. While you're I don't think I want it. Cancer. No, thanks. Sorry. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> I'm going to pass on the cancer. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, me too. Guys, this week, uh, we're going to bring back uh, uh, an old feature. We're going to talk about this week in theme park history. Ooh. excited? So excited. Um, I got a bunch of things that happened this week. Some of them are actually really cool. Um, and so feel free to chime in when you want. On August 3rd, 1960, eight-year-old Raymond Sleeper from Hawaii becomes the 10 millionth passenger on the Disneyland Railway. And he gets to take his ride with Walt Disney himself. Oh, I'm Aww. jealous of him. That's cool. Um, also on August 3rd. Was it in a sleeper car? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he subsequently vomited all over it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> also on August 3rd in 1988, uh, the official groundbreaking ceremony for Euro Disney, later Disneyland Paris. Uh, the park would open in April 1992. To a really rousing... Meh. <laughs> yes, and France shrugged, and the crowd goes wild. Yay! <laughs> well, that's it's hard to excite the French. <laughs> mm-hmm. They they made a lot of improvements meh. since its opening, so it's it's come along. I think way. it's I love wonderful. it. Wonderful. Yeah, I would love to be there. It is funny that like, everybody still calls it Euro Disney, and mm-hmm. it hasn't. It was only called that for like two and a half years, or yeah, not very long. And the the train station still has the original logo with mm-hmm. the big because once you've etched it into metal yeah. on the streets you're not <laughs> yeah you're not that's an investment <laughs> um august 4th 1995 groundbreaking ceremony for animal kingdom uh that park would open in april 1998 wow it took uh, less time to build that than it took them to build pandora <laughs> or guardians of the galaxy <laughs> Yeah, or yeah. the list goes on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Three years edge. start to finish. Uh, yes. Wow. Yep. Um, let's see. August 5th, 1967, Adventure Through Inner Space, sponsored by everybody's favorite evil scientist, Monsanto, opens <laughs> uh, in Disneyland's Tomorrowland. Uh, in this ride, it's really cool if you've ever seen any photos or videos from it. Uh, no, I haven't. Guests pass through this giant magic microscope that makes it look like you shrink down to explore the inside of an atom. And they did this, they do this uh, uh, optical illusion with some mirrors so that guests waiting in line, you would actually go through the microscope tube and it would look to them like your car shrunk down. Oh, wow. Oh, neat. That sounds Um, cool. Monsanto actually sponsored a lot of stuff for Tomorrowland. 
back before we knew. Yeah. Until like Mickey grew a third arm. It was evil. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oops. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Also, August 5th in 2010 was, uh, I put this on the list for Jess, the grand opening of Via Napoli in Epcot. Ah. Mm, That's my favorite place to eat. I love that place so much. Still Uh, have been. August 6th, 1970. This is going to be the topic of a future episode, I think, because it's it's too good to not go into really great detail with. Uh, This was the yippee invasion of Disneyland's Tom Sawyer Island. Oh, yes. What? (laughs) An army of 700 plus uh, yippies and hippies. What is yippies? What is a yippie? Uh, Politically active hippies. Yeah, they're hippies, but they were like Mary Prankster huh. kind of guys. They were yeah. like uh, Abby Hoffman and and those guys who oh, they would do like, okay. like no, I they wacky, were just wacky zany stuff. Wacky zany hippies. Yeah, uh, huh. they they invaded Disneyland, took over Tom Sawyer Island, and uh, raised the Viet Cong flag <laughs> on oh, the flagpole no. over the fort. <laughs> it's it's the only time that Disneyland security. Uh, team has been sent out into the park in full force <laughs> to join. they held oh, no. a parade through the park it's great We're, we'll talk we'll talk about it in yeah, great detail that sometime sounds, soon. i need to know more about this uh, yeah um and then august 7th 1969 cast previews of disneyland's haunted mansion began um mm. and august 9th 1969 uh the haunted mansion first opens to guests in the parks for a soft opening Sixty nine, yeah, huh. yeah. The so structure was built for a long time before they oh, had an attraction in it, yeah. and everybody years sort and of years. speculated over what it was going to be. Uh, finally opened, and I think the grand opening was next week, the twelfth. And didn't they do the same at Walt Disney World? They had the the uh, thing was built there for a long time before they put the ride in, right? Mm. I think I it didn't open with, in 71. It didn't open with the park. It was much later, I thought. Yeah, it opened that. later. I don't know if the building was in existence, though. Hmm. I thought they built I thought they built the interiors for those. I'm probably confusing the two. It was pirates that opened later because they originally didn't plan on doing it. I don't know. There's so many things to know and remember. It's hard so many to do. things in, in theme park <laughs> history. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that means we get to hear all about Santa's Village from Jess. Yeah. Santa's so Village. We're all fans of Christmas here, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you won't be after you visit Santa's Village. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this was a this is actually a series of theme parks um that was started in 1953 by a guy named Glenn Holland. Um he came up with the idea after reading a Saturday evening post story about a similar project being built in uh New York City called North Pole. Really. North <laughs> creative Pole. name. Great All name. Right. Um, so he decided he was going to build his own Santa themed theme park uh, and he leased some land in California and began working on it. Um, his idea was basically a Christmas fairyland filled with giant candy canes, animal statues, gingerbread houses, um, just a place where Christmas lived 24 hours a day all, all year long. Um, about the same time, though, it's, uh, strangely enough, Walt Disney was working on Disneyland um, and he actually contacted Disney um, and they apparently corresponded for a time about how to build a theme park. Santa's Village opened on Memorial Day in 1955, six weeks before Disneyland, uh, which is very interesting. Uh, the park was basically overstuffed with cheap and tacky 50s Christmas decor. So if you can think of tacky 50s Christmas, this is it. There was pink snow roofs, um, giant mushrooms for some reason. 
All these giant mushroom statues everywhere. Nice. Um, Employees dressed like inappropriately clothed elves with like super tight tights on and like tiny little outfits. It's really weird. Uh, Um, It it basically looked as if Santa was a couple days away from appearing on a Christmas themed episode of Hoarders. It was just (laughs) over the top. Um, It it proved pretty popular, though, and they ended up building a second one in Illinois in 1959. uh, And excuse me, a second one in 57 in another part of California. And then in 59, a third one in Illinois. Uh, Then they had two more planned one in my my town that I live in currently, Richmond, Virginia, which is really sad. It never got built. And another one in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. so seems like a lot of Santa's villages. Yeah. Well, the, the first three did pretty well for, for the first few years that they were open um, to help promote these things, though. And this is where I've found Santa's village is they made a series of short films um, in the 60s in Santa's village. And they were referred to as like adventures in Santa's village. Um, and these were nightmare fuel. These things are <laughs> the most low budget, weirdly made Badly produced things I have ever seen, and I, I love them. They they featured they featured three characters, three costume characters. There's a flatulent skunk, um, this demented dog whose head didn't work right. It looked like he was made out of old carpet. Um, Merlin the wizard, he's there, and a visibly inebriated Santa shows up throughout these films. Um, yeah, oh, he is drunk as a skunk in these. It's amazing. <laughs> Um, there's no, there's no coherent story to these films. There's, there's no reason for them to existing other than to just try to promote Santa's village. Um, if you do feel like you want to check these out, uh, the the Rift Tracks guys that used to do Mystery Science Theater 3000 made a collection of all of these and put them together and then make jokes over them. And it's really the only way that you can watch these. Um, because I, I tried to make my son watch it and he was visibly disturbed by it so <laughs> and i, I think he well, wants I to, have to see it he, he requested that we switch to hanukkah from now on so yeah, i, I really think it, yeah i think it, it made a it made a lasting effect um sadly all the parks are now closed except for the one in illinois that was reopened under new ownership and less uh what the hell is thatness to it um in 2011 and it's now like santa's village at sky park so uh, it still looks tacky a little less but um Unfortunately, I never got to visit the strange and screwed up world of Santa's Village. I'm going on a road trip. Yeah. Illinois. This was supposed to be, I was supposed to do this for last week. It was going to be a whole Christmas in July thing. And I I totally uh, missed the show. So sorry about that. Christmas in August. Yay. It's just (laughs) even hotter than Christmas in July. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, and I didn't even say anything about Santa's dick. I did. Damn it. Oh, yes. Come on now. He's got a little beard on it. <laughs> a little hat. Ew. A little hat. Shakes when he laughs like a bowl full of jelly. <laughs> Apparently, they must have animals at the one in Illinois because the official name appears to be Santa's Village Azusement Park and Water. Yeah, I think they added and like what, a... They just threw a water park in there too? Azusement and Water Park, yes. Okay. Yeah. That's that's a throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. Every every amusement park, every small amusement park has to have a water park. Now that's the only way they stay open. Mm, mm-hmm. That's that's where they make all their money. Makes yeah. sense. Well, if you're Santa themed and you're trying to make money in the summer, a water park's a good idea. You could call it. That's true. You could call it. Uh, was it Blizzard Beach? Maybe that would be a good name for it. Huh? Yeah, like, <laughs> like snow park. TM. TM. TM, TM. I, think, I think somebody already TM'd that one, buddy. What? Somebody called the Bobs. Let's pitch our idea. <laughs> All right. I'm going to, I'll go with my original Typhoon Lagoon name then. Oh, <laughs> yes. Wait, what? What? It's not quite as on theme. Huh. Hmm. 
Well, stick around because after the commercial break, we're talking about the things we want to do and the places we want to visit when 2021 finally rolls around. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your key to the world travel vacation planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. So I jump ship in Hong Kong and I make my way over to Tibet and I get on as a looper at a course over in the Himalayas. So I tell him I'm a pro jock and who do you think they give me? The Dalai Lama himself, 12th son of the Lama. The flowing robes, the grace, bald, is striking. So I'm on the first tee with him and I give him the driver. He hauls off and whacks one. Big hitter, the Lama, long into a 10,000 foot crevasse right at the base of this glacier. Do you know what the Lama says? Gunga Galunga, Gunga, Gunga Lagunga. So we finish the 18th and he's going to stiff me. I say, hey, hey, Lama, hey, how about a little something, you know, for the effort, you know? And he says, oh, uh, look, there won't be any money, but at the end of 2020, on New Year's Eve, you will receive total consciousness. Huh? So I got that going for me, which is nice. It means I'll be able to make the perfect travel plans for adventures in 2021. Guys, we're in the middle of the dog days. It's it's pretty safe to say that we're all over this summer and 2020 in general. So I, I think it's I think we should do some daydreaming and talk about our travel wish list for 2021, which I'm going to go ahead right now. And I'm going to declare that 2021 is going to be the best year since 2019. Awesome. That's really going out on a limb. That's bold, man. That's bold. (laughs) Mark that down on my predictions. Uh, Perfect. Let's get started. Well, my list, my list is long and distinguished. (laughs) So is my penis. Thank you. Somebody's a Top Gun fan. Thank you. Oh, my Johnson, then. Your Johnson is the That's what the proper phrase is. So is my Johnson is the correct response. Yes. I was hoping we'd talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, about to, Tom Cruise's Johnson? Whatever to, no, whatever happened to Maverick? Top Gun 2? Has it been killed by the Yeah, it was COVID? supposed to come out in August of this year. No, yeah. no, June, I think. It was already supposed yeah. to come out. So they pushed it back to 2021. Well, that can oh, go on your list of all, things to do yes. again. And they, would, we they, wouldn't let, they wouldn't let Tom Cruise out of his nursing home to finish it. So, <laughs> you know, they lock down. 
Yeah, that that leads me to adding something to my list here. Go to movies. I know. Uh, I miss movies. I miss movies. Mulan, Jungle Cruise, all of the great things. So 2020, at this point, some stuff is reopening and it's all different. Cruises still aren't operating. I'm just, this whole year, I'm taking a mulligan, acting like it never happened and going to fire it back up in 2021, hopefully. The thing at the top of my list is getting to go back to Europe. Yes, we were miss, supposed to go there last Paris. month. We had sold out a ship full of cabins on the beautiful Ama Waterways vessel. Just cruise down the Seine. I totally forgot that we were doing Champagne. that. <laughs> I, I completely forgot about that deal. Yeah. What happened? Stuff oh. came up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Life gets in the way. Stuff and things. Adventures by Disney canceled every one of their itineraries so far through like November so far, but I assume they'll go through the end of the year. I'm guessing. Ama Waterways has recently started resailing. Actually, Jeff, I saw this morning that Betty, mm-hmm. one of our favorite adventure guides from our um, our river cruise on the Rhine last year, is on her way right now to her first cruise of the season. Mm. So Ama, Ama has started sailing again, but not no adventures by adventures Disney. Adventures by Disney is something crazy. Like 90% of their people are American tourists. So mm-hmm. they... They aren't allowed over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ama and Viking as well. Um, both of them get have uh, most of their passengers come from North America, but they're right now they're only able to sail with Europeans. I'm a little jealous of the Europeans that get to get back on the, the European waterways, mm-hmm. river cruising. But I miss I want I can't wait to be back in Paris. Strolling the boulevard, going to the Fouy de Puy, or what was the yes. Fouy de Puy? <laughs> that was pretty cool. It's pretty good. I'm, I may have to check the that Puy de Fou. Yeah, Puy, Puy de Fou. Oh, yeah, Puy de Fou. Puy de Fou. I had to translate that into Alabamian. Yeah, I think Europe is just not going to be open for us, I think, until late, late this year or 2021, I'm afraid. Stupid American. <laughs> <laughs> our fault. another thing that i look forward to and it was supposed to happen this summer was avengers campus opening at disneyland yes yeah. i don't know maybe you guys know i know they halted construction but have they started it back no there's not, still no construction not really any up? actual movement going on California's pretty pretty strict on their their lockdown yeah. stuff right now. I know they shut down the construction at all of the Disney World products uh, mm-hmm. um, projects too, but they fired those back up pretty well those ahead of the, going, yeah. pretty well ahead of the opening even. But it seems like Disneyland's just all at a standstill. That was supposed they to be July. They were really of this really year. close. Yeah, yeah. They had they, they had it almost all finished. Once they're able to start construction again, it should go pretty quickly. But Hopefully, if they don't cut yeah. things back, basically. I mean, at, at this oh, point, they can't that's, cut that's back. That's the sad thing is the yeah, yeah, it's they could be cut Ant-Man back on the... campus because they lost their budget. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, they, they were so far along that there really isn't a lot that they could cut back on. But they can delay the second ride they were going to do, the good one. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Disney mm-hmm. finds a way. Yeah, is that the Quinjet ride. Yeah, and that wasn't going to be ready for opening anyway. So I would be. I'd be very surprised right. if that's not at least bumped a few more years just to mm-hmm. just to mm-hmm. compensate. That one, the description of that one sounds like like the Star Wars ride. It's this the best ride is the one that opens last. Yeah. Oh, it yes. is. Yeah. It sounded kind of like a Marvel version of the Rise of the Resistance. Hopefully, mm-hmm. one with a more uptime. 
Oh yeah, they're supposedly using <laughs> um, individual seats that are then controlled by robotic arms that will then sort of place you oh, into cool. um, sort of the rounded screen like Soren and, and Avatar so that you feel like you're basically being shoved into the battle that mm. the Avengers are in. And yeah, so kind of like Harry Potter too, where it whips Neat. you around. Yeah, but it's like cool. each individual from their concept art, each individual seat has its own oh, sort of wow. movement to it, but we'll see. Who knows? Lots to break down there. Yeah, I was planning on, <laughs> I'm planning on taking my family. I've been to Disneyland twice, but uh, wanted to take my family this next year because, you know, my son really loves the Avengers and, so that's that's on my plans to make happen um, is to get out there for that. And I'm, I don't I'm, I'm not going to do it next year, but I am going to. This has certainly motivated me to start actively planning my trip to Japan that I've been wanting to do since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 going to make it happen after being stuck at home for so long. I'm like, I've got to do what I got to do to get there. So <laughs> there's a yeah. long list of things you get to. Yeah. To and most Japan of them phallic too. in nature. So it's <laughs> yeah. going to be a long and hard trip. If you know what I mean? Yeah. He's, like, thought, yeah. he's thought long and hard yeah. about this. <laughs> <laughs> Every week we, we seem to add a new Japanese penis tribute. Uh, <laughs> penis to you got to pay extra yeah. for that though. <laughs> um, well, lot, some of the stuff we were looking forward to at Walt Disney world for this summer is Pretty close to being done. I was just there in Remy, that whole yeah. new area the to add adventure. the Ratatouille adventure. It looks basically it's finished. It's got to be ready. It looks it was supposed to so open close. last month, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's got to be. All of the all of the major things are done. And I took the Skyliner so I could sort of peer in there. And you just see a few pieces of uh, equipment still in there working on some finishing touches. Probably but the signage stuff. is all up yeah they've painted there that the, the show the side of the show building has been painted to look like a a, a block of parisian apartments it's cool. all it looks ready to go there's what i could from what i could see they were mostly working on landscaping that ride so is that's, fun that's, and adorable it's not earth shattering like um rise of the resistance where you're just like blown away but it is tons of fun and really really cute and that whole addition to the France Pavilion is going to be great with the the creperie back there, and it's just some, some more areas to explore, and it, it looks really cute. Now they get to put it off until next year and call it part of the uh, celebration. Oh, oh that's <laughs> true. They could. That would be sad if it just sat there because Epcot needs a little boost. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that though, because they're going to need a whole lot to roll out for the fiftieth. That is not going to be ready. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's true. That's what I was just thinking too. Is with nobody really going yet. Now, I mean, there's crowds, but it's maybe they may not want to open it. You don't want to have a big mm-hmm. grand opening on something when you're trying to control mm-hmm. the crowd or the. Yeah, that's a good point. Or it doesn't look good for the press. And people love to beat up Disney right now for the optics of it. And they were already setting up uh, Epcot to be kind of the center of the 50th celebration with everything they're added. And all the stuff in Future World is on hold or not happening. So (laughs) it needs something to... Yeah, Heather went into the preview center last week or this week, actually, and... They still have the whole map and everything, but they don't highlight Mary Poppins and they don't highlight Mary this. Poppins was pulled out and the refurbing of uh, Spaceship Earth, Earth. Mm-hmm. was taken out. A lot of the rest of it was still there. They still have the Moana splash pad thing. And-, and we haven't heard anything about the play pavilion in a long time. No, and I 
Now that you bring that up, I cannot remember whether I saw the stuff about the play pavilion in the preview center or they not. Had yeah. begun, they Shoot. did begin work on that. So mm-hmm. I think that's one of those things where they're they're just gonna I think keep so. Doing I it. don't I don't remember remarking that it was gone. I bet so a half ass version of it will yeah. open. I, I went in there and watched it with the 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 mindset of I wanna see what doesn't come up. Mm-hmm. And the things that that popped in for me was Mary Poppins was a pretty big obvious thing that was no longer in there. And then the the refurbishment of spaceship earth, but they still talked about all of the reimagining of the front, uh, the, the sort of gardens themed neighborhoods kind of thing that they're doing in, in future world. And it is a maze of construction. Yeah, they have to finish that because right they've torn it's it all out. Just, I, yeah, it's just torn. I up. guarantee you we're not getting that multi-tiered platform that we saw in the she uh, said it was still on the video it was still on the map but i don't know if it's you know it may be that they're sort of adjusting wasn't that on a sinkhole sinkhole yeah Yeah, (laughs) that's the problem they've been having is it's on a sinkhole that they found when they built the park and forgot about so (laughs) yep it may just be reimagined so it may not be as as grand a scale they hadn't pulled it off when i watched now it's just a dog park yeah. Yeah. They've got to do something. I mean, the 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 buildings that have been torn down and then um the old mouse gear is just a shell. Yeah. You can look right through it. Mm-hmm. Somebody that will remain unnamed said brought up the point that they've already been selling that building for convention space and yeah. private events. And if they don't do something there, there's going to be some people that are really pissed off. Which one? The multi-tiered true. thing? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. guarantee you they're mm-hmm. just going to put like a like a scaffolding with those tents from Tomorrowland <laughs> in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're going to stack up three shipping crates yeah. that you can hang out in. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I think there, there's definitely going to be something right there. I don't know whether it will look exactly like, but you know how we see concept art and then when it's actually finished, you're like... <laughs> Huh. Yeah. That doesn't exactly look like the car. Toy Story Land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We I haven't heard anything about Space 220 in a long time either. That and that was, was supposed yeah. to be done, pretty done. much finished. Yeah, it was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah I think just, they could probably just open that anytime, but they just said why bother? Yeah. Because the Patina group is probably suffering. They are still yeah. maybe that's another thing that'll stay till 2021. They are still actively working on the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser hotel experience. They, they, are. they put up Good. some more yes. berms so you can't really even see as much as you could from the highway now. Um, mm-hmm. But I, oh. I noticed and Space 220 was supposed that. to be sort of their their experimental run for that technology that they're going to use for the windows. So I I would I would expect we'll still oh, see it yeah. so that they can make sure it all works before they start charging people thousands of dollars to stay in there. But yeah, knows. there's no reason not to. If it's done, if they yeah. were just working on staffing and menu issues or whatever, yeah, mm-hmm. open. I am looking forward to the 50th celebration and seeing what that ends up looking like coming on the heels of the dumpster fire yeah. of 2020. I'm sure. What's what's it? Tron is is coming along? Yeah, they yeah. fired the really construction well. of that back up mm-hmm. weeks, maybe even a yeah. month before the o- reopening the whole of the outside. Park track is all up now mm-hmm. you can see all the all the exterior parts of it yeah, they're starting to put and up the trellis or the supports for the like hooded light covered that, thing that goes that over cool. it well, i don't know what you gravity. call that yeah, thing but the it's speed yeah building like the covered patio track 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the beer garden. I wish they had positioned. I was hoping when I saw they were doing it in Tomorrowland that it the track would come out and wind through Tomorrowland instead of out mm-hmm. the other direction. That's what it does in like, uh, Shanghai. It comes out. Yeah. And I feel like the concept art did suggest that it was going to do that. Mm-hmm. And case in point, <laughs> it's not. Yeah. It would have been cool at Epcot def- too, winding through Future World. Yeah, I, I wonder what made them decide. You know, you feel like there probably were discussions there that where should we put this? Would it be Epcot or would it be Magic Kingdom? I'm a little surprised too that they put it back. Well, it's a thrill ride, Kingdom, and they've got but... Guardians coming to Epcot already, mm, and, they, and Magic Kingdom yeah. desperately needed a new thrill ride. So yeah, it's gotta that's be true. my older that's kid is point. like to me Magic Kingdom's the best, and he likes it, but. He's like, there's just not enough thrill rides there. He loves Universal for that, mm-hmm. but honestly, and then at Epcot, there's just no rides. So yeah, yeah, anything is good there. That's a good point. I'm looking forward to the return of a lot of the experiences that have had to be taken away, like nighttime uh, spectaculars. Nighttime <laughs> spectaculars. I'm not necessarily missing the parades. I really love the the little character cavalcades that they're doing yeah. instead because they're. You know, the, it's it feels more spontaneous and you're not sitting there for an hour watching a whole parade. I do like that better, but I miss things like uh, food and wine is 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 in full swing now, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> but it feels it feels different. You know, all of the food booths and everything are still there, but none of those experiences that they have are there like the tequila tasting lunch. I love that experience so much. You had me at tequila. And they're not doing that, right? They're not doing that. They're not doing any of those uh, those little extras that go along with the festivals right now. Yeah, it doesn't have the that sort of festival buzz feel to it that it usually yeah. does. And it's it and is the twenty fifth anniversary of it, and they are going to be celebrating a little bit later. Uh, they're not really celebrating the twenty fifth of it right now. Right now is sort of the flower and garden section of it get rid of that merchandise (laughs) yeah they've got all that merch out they haven't put any of the food and wine merchandise out yet they are going to um but yeah it just feels a little it um on the one hand it was great to because it felt uh really relaxed you know and you're just kind of wandering around and experiencing it and you're not feeling the need to rush from one thing to the next but I, I do as a as a, someone who visits Walt Disney World a lot. I miss some of those little extra things. Yeah, I want to go do Sangria University over at Coronado Springs. I'm I have a little FOMO on that one. <laughs> I just miss going to Coronado Springs. Once the NBA is done, yes. I can go back over there. They have two beautiful bars that have so many gins to choose from. <laughs> yes. That's at the top of my 2020 list. A return to the Barcelona Lounge Barcelona. to try all of the gin and tonics. My favorite part of Coronado Springs that I found last time I stayed there was if you walk past their uh, tequila stand on at the right time, they just give out free shots of tequila. Shut your mouth. <gasps> Stop. Now, I, this right was time. at Grand Destino's opening, so this might have been... That just for that but she let me walk past four times and acted like i was a new person each time yeah. and so i was like a you know series what? of clever disguises if i could tip you i would you know. yes 
You, did you have a pair of glasses with a nose and a mustache on? <laughs> I didn't even yeah. try. I just walked past it. I was like, oh, tequila. I'll try some. And oh, <laughs> tequila. Like Don't mind if I do. I've never had tequila. I could have what a is spot it like? Is this, is this alcoholic? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of tequila, that's another thing that's on my 2021 list is being able to sit in La Cava oh, yeah. del Tequila, mm-hmm. eating chips and guacamole, mm-hmm. and drinking my margarita. Yeah, right now they have the whole just... the whole of La Cava is just the serpentine line to get to the bar where you have to leave. But what's dumb to me is they have the um, what's the restaurant inside the pyramid? Sun and Hell Inn. Yes. Yeah, that <laughs> they have that place closed, so you can't even go to the mm-hmm. go through the empty restaurant to go to the bathroom. Nope, they wouldn't let me. So mm-hmm. why don't they just open that for seating for the schmucks that are in the? Yeah. That place is huge, and you can socially distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make it like a mass easily, restroom, easily physically distant. Yeah. You can sit and in there and drink your tequila and urinate. Tequila. Or just open the bathroom. I'm sorry, I cannot be hanging out in Mexico yeah. drinking margaritas <laughs> and then I can't go to the bathroom. You got to go to Norway to potty. Ugh. And that cast member that tried to tell me that those bathrooms are never open for anybody that's not at the restaurant, kiss my butt. That's not true. You don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know. In precedented times, I have yeah. eaten there. Like, a I have lot. spent more time in that bathroom than any bathroom at this resort. <laughs> yes. And I've eaten at that restaurant once. <laughs> you know what else is going to happen, I guess, in 2021? They're still not saying, but over there at the. Um, Islands of Adventure Park. There's an entirely new mystery Jurassic Park. No, there ride. isn't. They haven't they, it. They still have never said what it is, but it's clearly a kick-ass roller coaster. Where did you hear about this, Jeff? They haven't it, announced that. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. <laughs> Disney announces something in nine years. We're going to have Avatar. And then Universal's like, well, once we hang the shingle on the front door, <laughs> we got to say what it is. Yeah. Actually, the best vantage point of that new attraction is in the U rest area that's across yeah, that across little, the water. Uh, water from it. And you can clearly see oh, that yeah. it is yeah, I mean, you can a see very the nice roller coaster. Yeah, yeah, you can't tell exactly what the ride vehicle is going to be, but it looks super and awesome. They just recently hung and a I've... flag from it that has the Jurassic Park symbol on it. So I'm like, why are you mm-hmm. guys even calling attention to it if you're trying to pretend it's not there? Yeah. And not only that, if you walk past it right in front of it, the construction walls uh, recently have had raptors added all along it. Oh, so the rumor is the that raptor. it's going to be a velocicoaster. Yes. Bruh. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. I love a good coaster. Me too. Speaking of Universal, there was some sad news that I forgot <laughs> when we were talking about the news, but they have indefinitely delayed construction of the third gate there. Yeah. I'm so bummed. That is it. so not <laughs> epic. No, that's maybe maybe while they've got some more downtime, they can come up with a better name. (laughs) (laughs) Let's have a contest and find a better name for that. Super duper universe. Article about that said that they have lost 94 percent of their income Mm -hmm. for that division of Comcast. So until the uh, future is more solid looking, they're just. Stopping construction 100% on the. Yeah, previously Comcast was just throwing money at their parks division and they've sort of stopped throwing the money. Yeah. Yeah. The rumor was that they were shooting for 2023 for that one to open. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking Mm -hmm. maybe. I bet we'll get a two year delay. I was going to say, I was thinking maybe 2025 at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of rumored cost cutting measures at Universal, guess 
guess which uh, high, big budget film uh, uh, attraction is allegedly being closed until crowds pick back up. Don't tell me it's Floozy Town, USA. (laughs) Is it really? Yeah, they're closing a handful. Yeah, Yeah, that one. They're closing fast and not furious. And uh, Fear Factor. Not fast. And uh, there's one other one. I can't remember what it was. Uh, Kang and Kodos, Twirl and Hurl being. Oh, and Storm Force is Celatron. Yeah. So basically they're trying to focus on their their headliner attractions right now. And I mean, the the, the attendance is so low, there's really no need for them to keep something open that people aren't going to go ride. Yeah. And uh, just this week, they dropped the virtual queue for Hagrid. Yeah. They're giving that a shot with the ride of many, many Oh, it's standby only. And it's standby only. And the the waits have been 20 to 40 minutes. Which is still not bad. (laughs) It's not bad at all. Honestly, we waited probably 20 minutes when we had a virtual queue. Probably takes you about 20 minutes to walk through that whole queue to get to the ride. It's true. It is pretty. It's worth the wait. That ride is so, so Mm -hmm. cool. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm hoping that uh, the wait times stay that low till the end of September. Ah, you're going to to Universal in September, Dan? I think I might. (laughs) Watch out for the bees. (laughs) (laughs) Bees! Does anybody else miss cruising? Uh, yeah. I was just saying, I want to go to Castaway Key and mm. just park it. Like. Yes, I miss cruising. 2021 had better be the year for the return to cruising, or I'm going to flip this table. Yeah, yeah they, they haven't said, but they keep doing, like, now we're canceling everything through. Mm-hmm. What was it? Only one. There was a German cruise line that's the only mm-hmm. cruise ship that's sailing yeah. right now. German cruise so, cruise line sailed yet, and I think Hurdy Gruten may have also <laughs> recently. Hurdy. Yeah, I can't. I can't yeah. say Good old that. The Swedish chef. The Swedish chef yeah. Is Virgin still planning for October sailing? They have not canceled it yet, and they're kind of waiting on what the CDC oh. does. And the the CDC has been really targeting the cruise industry through this whole thing a bit unfairly. I think so too. Um, and re- very recently, I think it's in the last week, they did ask for public comment on mm, that's uh, right. Asta on was the return to cruise. Yeah. Asta has been lobbying very hard. Asta and Clea both have been lobbying very hard for, them to to stop with the no sale order and say that you know instead of just flat out not doing it let's look at ways that we can do it do safely because all these lines have come up with great ideas for things from <clears throat> not mm-hmm. and not having buffets and having servers and like you know the all the same drills. stuff they're doing in every yeah. other restaurant and we talked about that last week yep virtual mustard uh, drill uh, uh so we'll see i don't know i think uh, i think they could probably they could pull it off in october um, but I don't know. It's all, it's it a lot is going to depend. Yeah. I, it, I, my gut is telling me that most lines are not going to sail until next if year. If I'm launching a big but. splashy new ship, that's the, mm-hmm. the start of a whole new cruise line. I'm not going to do it in the middle of this no. with yeah. the bad press. I guess likely we'll, to get. we'll have to see. Yeah. But that's on my list for 2021 is to sail on the Scarlet Lady. For sure. Mm-hmm. I want to sail on anything, champagne. but. I was my son graduated high school this uh, year in May and we were supposed to take him on a cruise for and a friend of his on a cruise for his graduation celebration. So now we're going to do it like to celebrate his 
first year of college being done, I guess we'll go next. Yeah. We'll go yeah. next summer. I guess yeah. that's all I can hope to do. That was a Disney cruise. And Disney Cruise Line is booking all through 2021 and cruise cruise bookings are strong for 2021. So we need, yeah, we need the ships to start sailing. Are you sailing, Jess? Um, well, we, I've had a dream to spend Christmas, like actual Christmas on a Disney cruise for a while mm. now. And I, yeah. I, I actually was kind of shooting for this year. And then, you know, right about when everything hit the fan was when I was like, thinking about actually putting the deposit down and everything. So now it's like, that's how I'm spending Christmas in 2021 come hell or high water. Basically. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I love Christmas and I love being on a Disney cruise and I want to combine those two and be on the cruise mm-hmm. because. And the ships are so beautiful. Yeah. At yeah. I've never cruised at on actual Christmas, but I have been on their very merry time mm-hmm. sailings, which they start yeah, that, Thanksgiving. that one we did <laughs> yeah. in Canada was a merry time. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's sailing. just beautiful. Yeah. The ship is... We have done New Year's Eve on a on a Disney ship the last two years, which is also fantastic. Yeah, that sounds good, too. It's a lot of fun. They do fireworks on Pirate Night and on New Year's oh, Eve. Nice. And extra cool. snack yeah. stations and stuff mm-hmm. all around, I assume. And they do a champagne toast at midnight, and you get souvenir... Uh, champagne flutes with the sailing and I'm a sucker for souvenirs. Um, they're proud of yeah. those holiday sailings, though. They are. They're not cheap, but they're <laughs> yeah. so much fun. Yeah, they have some little like there's a the the menu on New Year's Eve is a different. It's not the, the regular rotation menu. Um, they do some stuff like that for Christmas and Thanksgiving sailings too. It's a lot. Yeah, of fun. I'm ready for cruising just in general to open back up as the. Not just because I would like to make money at our travel agency doing it, but I really just miss cruising. And we did that a couple of times mm-hmm. a year. And now you can't. This year has just been a big travel bummer. Mm-hmm. Getting back to it now is has been has been great. Um, but there's just I feel like I have a backlog of things to do next year. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to go to an all-inclusive again. I've only done mm-hmm. that. We've been to conferences now, Heather and I, at two different uh, all-inclusives. She's been to several more, but I've only been twice, and I, I just love that. I was not real hype on a all-inclusive resort kind of thing, but once I've done it once, it's it's like a land cruise. <laughs> it really is, yeah. You don't go anywhere, but there's all the same activities and just tons of food and drink everywhere. And I'm not a real beach guy, but I do love a swim up bar and a pool. Oh yeah, I've never stayed at an all inclusive. Yeah, that's that's on my list of things to check out. Finally, so I was so improved. The two that we mm-hmm. did, uh, Moon Palace in uh, Cancun, that was amazing. And then we did uh, something in Port last year. Uh, it was two. It was a kind of a combination of two resorts. They're sort of joint secrets, uh, it's or, secrets and now yes. By and the quality of the food and drinks is what I was impressed with because I've always heard you get watered down drinks and crappy uh-uh. food for your own clues, but these were amazing. I mean, th- those do exist on the lower end, but it, uh, AM resorts, palace resorts, they're they're uh, and sandals and beaches, brands. of course, mm-hmm. yeah. premiums. Yeah, right. You can visit uh, all inclusives in Cancun right now, but. Uh, Swim up bars have been the the victim of the COVID. What? A lot of those properties are not opening their swim up bars. Then I'm out until then. 
I know. I like why not? You're why. in the water. The chlorine is killing everything. At a bar? I guess it's because yeah, that the, they don't want you sitting close to other people at a bar yeah. right now. Plexiglass can get wet. Just I don't know. Or swim up bars, so there's more capacity. Yeah. Let's just splash everybody with the chlorine. That kills everything. Yeah. (laughs) Spray you, hose you down. This is where those always on UV lights come back into play. That's right. Dan's on the subject. We got to figure out how to make that not give us cancer. You're under that Mexico sun. You're already getting skin cancer. Yeah, that's that's very true. There you go. So 2021, some sense of normalcy and freedom to move about. Move we about the earth move again. About the planet. Yes, <laughs> please. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to get started with planning your 2021 adventures, Key to the World Travel has a Volcano Bay cabana full of expert travel planners <laughs> ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. We're getting real close to our one-year anniversary, and you're doing a great job helping us reach our goal of 10,000 downloads. We're, all, we're, we're like we're like 300 away from hitting big numbers. So, <laughs> If you have a friend who you think would enjoy our particular brand of globetrotting jackassery, send them to www.goldkeyadventures.com where they can find links to subscribe and listen on their favorite app. Don't forget to drop us in line with your questions for our big anniversary show. Can't wait to hang out with you again next week. See you real soon. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Put a mask on. Don't go to flips. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song, Hoka Hey, for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.